0: An entitled Karen threatens to get me fired from my job, all because her spoiled rotten kid was rude to me and I put him in his place. Things got so bad that I eventually had to explain myself to my boss. Here's what happened. I taught part-time at the local community college, which means I only get paid for the time that I teach. Extracurriculars are at my discretion. The semester is officially over, but I had to pick up something. I went to say hi to the department secretary, whom I'm friends with, and she says to me, I know it's not your responsibility, but would you please contact this kid who's interested in taking the beginning class but want some information first? The other guy who usually takes care of this is not available and I kind of feel bad for the kid. I listen to what she has to say and then I say, okay, sure, I'll happily do that. I have him email me and I see what I can do. So I get an email from this kid who's still in high school and he explains that he's in a program that allows him to take one college class and he's trying to decide between astronomy and my class and in this decision-making process, he was requesting that I give him a call so he can ask me a bunch of questions. Now, I don't want him to have my phone number, and I just started a job with long hours where I wasn't getting home until around midnight. Plus, the way he was wording his email was definitely not a request. On the contrary, it came off as some weird entitled demand that definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. And this only led me to think, is this what he's gonna be like in class? Are these gonna be the emails that I'm gonna have to deal with? So I emailed him the detailed class syllabus that lays out the entire semester with every assignment and due dates listed. I hated instructors who couldn't stick to the syllabus, so I always made sure mine was accurate. After that, I tell him to feel free to email me with any further questions, and I will happily get back to him. He then responds, and he says that he really needs to talk to me, without really elaborating why. So I email him back and say that the syllabus is comprehensive and self-explanatory, and then encourage him to email me any specific questions, and then I would be happy to answer them. And then I ended my email by saying, also, here's some friendly advice. It's a little rude when you keep insisting on a private phone call after someone has expressed a clear preference for email. The next night, I get home exhausted and just wanted to go to bed. And of course, there's an email, but it's from his mother. And boy is she upset. She says, it is not rude to ask for a phone call. Actually, it's wise of him to ask. My son wasn't rude. You were. You lack self-respect and intelligence. I will be forwarding this to your department chair because you're unfit to teach and I'll make sure you don't anymore. And after reading this threatening email, all I could do was laugh. And I wasn't really angry per se, but rather I was just very annoyed and I was most definitely not going to let that slide. And I will admit it, this is a character flaw that I try really hard not to indulge in, but sometimes I just can't help it. I wrote back and said, please stop with your petty threats. It's laughable and you're embarrassing yourself. If my job is contingent on the approval of some obnoxious parent like you, I would just quit. It. I'm on summer vacation. I'm not getting paid for this. I didn't have to respond to your son either at all, but I did it as a courtesy. Under no circumstances whatsoever do I owe anyone a phone call. As for my self-respect, I have enough not to cater to a parent with an inflated sense of entitlement and self- importance. I don't care if your son takes my class or not. It makes no difference to me. I have no shortage of students wanting to take my class and I'll be fine without him. Then, to top off this beautiful email, I I took what I would consider a really cheap shot, but I simply couldn't resist it once I thought of it. I then said, Your son will be better off taking astrology, where he will learn that he's not the center of the universe. You should take it with him. The kid probably didn't deserve that much, even as entitled as he was acting in his email, but his mother definitely did. At the next semester's faculty meeting, I apologized to the chair if I caused any problems, but I explained that she had bothered me. He laughed and said, I could tell, I could tell. It was kind of impressive though. He said it was no big deal. And that they get angry parents all the time. He even noticed that the mother and son in that situation had different last names. So she was probably just the stepmother who pushed him about calling and took it out on me when I told him he was rude. He read the emails and could see I was trying to help him. The secretary said, I'm so sorry I asked you to contact him. To which I responded, that's okay. I kind of had fun with it and to be honest I really did. I just love it whenever people have the power position and the Karen does not realize it. This entitled Karen really was going to try and go for this guy's job but thankfully he didn't bend over and take that kind of treatment for a second. It really is reinvigorating to see stuff like this because people who act this snobby and rude absolutely deserve to get shut down and thankfully this guy did just that and put this entitled Karen right in their place. My boyfriend is refusing to stop being friends with a girl he cheated on me with and I genuinely don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I have been dating for about 11 months. I found out in March that he had cheated on me with one of my very close friends. I decided to forgive him because I love him and he has been doing so much to make it up to me. That is everything except not being friends with this lady. He has known her for I would say about 10 years and she has helped him through his mental illnesses as well as some other mad things that happened to him. He constantly re assures me that he isn't attracted to her at all and he doesn't know why he even did it in the first place. He also acknowledges that he overstepped a boundary that will never again be overstepped. He also lets me see all of his messages with her and has limited contact with her and only talks to her maybe once every three days. As a side note, he did spend some quality time with her, but in my eyes that doesn't make it any better. He still cheated. He tells me just about every day that he loves me and that I'm the only one he sees himself with and yet he still will not completely cut this girl off. The fact that he is still talking to her at all is extremely uncomfortable for me and it makes me feel absolutely awful. My boyfriend keeps getting upset that I bring up that fact and that I don't want him to be friends with her anymore. And honestly, I don't know what to do anymore. I feel like I'm in the wrong for asking him to end a friendship and I'm truly not sure what direction to go. What should I do? This is really a sad situation because not only did your boyfriend cheat on you with your best friend who's also friends with him for about 10 years, but you also forgave him and welcomed him back into your life. And that really was not the best move for you. You're telling us that you're making steps together as a couple to improve your trust with one another and to be a stronger couple. But his action in staying friends with the very girl he cheated on you with is in complete contradiction with what is actually happening. I honestly think every time he tells you that, oh, I love you and you're the only one I see myself with is absolute BS in my opinion. If he really cared and if he really wanted to be with you, he would have cut off communication with this lady immediately and he would be so remorseful for ever jeopardizing his relationship with you. Instead, what is probably happening, in my opinion, is that he feels like, oh, I can still spend time with this lady because my girlfriend welcomed me back and no negative repercussions really came my way as a result of this. Sweet. In my opinion, this is super suspicious and if you want this relationship to last, this is something that definitely has to be cut off. So it really does come down between you as well as this girl that he cheated on you with. He really does have to make a decision. So hopefully this works out and hopefully your boyfriend chooses you. Because as of right now it seems like he's made his decision. And his decision involves staying in touch with this lady as well as trying to call you his girlfriend. My husband is having an emotional affair with his online friend and I'm not sure what to do. My husband is heavy into online gaming. Whenever he is not at work he is playing games and chatting with his friends on Discord. There's a girl that has joined their group of friends that he has recently started to play with alone. He claims it's because no one else is around, but it's getting to the point that they are now talking on voice chat alone for hours and texting outside of the game. I went on his computer today and found some messages between them that I found highly inappropriate. It wasn't anything that would be outright cheating, but saying things like they miss each other, as well as them making plans to travel to meet in real life, while also expressing how much they enjoy spending time with each other. They made plans to watch Netflix on a party together, and he has even downloaded games just to play with her. My husband has been very down lately about work as well as his life in general, but he will never talk to me about it. Instead, he will just stay in his computer room and play video games. But in this conversation, I saw that he had been opening up to her about some very personal things. He also quite often will neglect plans with me in order to talk to her. To top it all off, I was reading through his other Discord messages and saw a chat with a random person where he was pretending to be me and even told this person details about my life while acting as me. The whole situation is incredibly messed up and I know I need to say something, but I don't know how to do it and to justify my snooping on his computer. I'm honestly at a loss and I don't know how to handle this situation. What should I do? I think honestly you definitely need to have a conversation about this. because the way he's acting is really inappropriate as it looks like he's completely ignoring you as well as objective reality. It seems like he wants to go with this alternate reality where he opens up to this random chick online and refuses to have a real conversation with you, his wife. Like he is straight up having an emotional affair with somebody and even if he gets upset because you were snooping around on his computer, what he's doing is way worse. Not to mention he's doing this weird thing where he's impersonating you online and pretending to be you and giving out your personal information. I what is up with that? That is completely inappropriate. And while I totally understand how it's easier to open up to somebody online who you don't know and probably will never meet, this man is opening up to another woman while ignoring his actual wife. Your husband should really be talking to you about his problems, as well as the things going on in his life and at work. Instead, he's using Discord as an escape from his reality, and that is honestly, in my opinion, very unhealthy. So you definitely need to say something about this, because this could really lead to something much worse than just emotional. Emotionally cheating and it's better to set some boundaries as well as guidelines between the two of you than to let this continue. Today I messed up by taunting my cat and getting exactly what I deserve. To set the stage, I'm a 30 year old female and I knew nothing about cats last year and ended up adopting one anyways. I know this is a mess up of a year in the making. To further set the stage, I missed the whole cat craze online. I didn't know about the fact that cats are typically jerks and they will knock things over just for fun and are Generally, all around just a menace. I grew up with dogs my whole life and thought cats were very much the same. I know what you're thinking. What kind of irresponsible pet owner adopts something without doing research? I know. It's my mistake. But somehow, I ended up with this kitten. And the first thing I realized was that she was genuinely very smart. She was so smart, she makes my dog look like an idiot. Although, to be fair, he isn't that smart of a dog either. But he is very sweet, though. So what did I do to this cat, you may ask? I realized with this cat that I could very much harness its intelligence. I could train it. And so I began training this tiny six-pound ball of fluff. To begin our training regimen, I started by having her hang on doors, just for fun. Then I would pull it to show her the secrets inside. She had a blast. She would start jumping on doors, hanging on them on her own, and I would just cheer her on. And this was the biggest mistake of my life, because then all chaos ensued. Literally, no room was safe anymore. My attic, my bedroom, the cat went wherever she wanted. I came back one time from a two-day trip vacation and thought that she broke my water heater. Nothing was safe, but the one saving grace was that she couldn't get through locks, which was really a pity for her because she absolutely loves the outdoors. She is an indoor cat, but I let her outside with supervision. She loves it so much that anytime the dog went outside without her, she would immediately whack my 40-pound dog right in the face. Suffice to say, neither I nor my dog could be in the backyard without her losing it. And I can't leave a free-roaming tiny black cat outside in the open without expecting her to run off and transition to an outdoor cat. If I lived in a safe neighborhood, fine. But I have run across more than a couple of sad instances with pets, so it's not a good idea in general for her to be roaming my particular streets. Now, here's the problem. I have a hot tub in the backyard. A hot tub I very much enjoy winding down the evening with. Unfortunately, this is a hot tub that I cannot enjoy through going into my backyard because then the cat will just follow me through the open door and start ripping at the mesh divider. So what I have taken to doing is going out through the front door, which I can lock with a key, whereas my back door just has an inside-only sliding lock and then just circling back to my backyard. For some reason, though, today I decided I was feeling especially petty with the cat. After all, she has done some Typical Cat destroying behavior And I decided I would get revenge So I walked up to my back door And I knocked on it Catching the cat's attention Initially I was delighted Because man was that cat angry She ran over and practically slammed herself Against the door She was meowing, scratching at it Overall raging mad that she couldn't get out She shoved herself against the door frame Which would normally open But it didn't budge All because it was locked from the inside So I laughed to myself My thirst for revenge was duly satiated And I spent a glorious 25 minutes in the hot tub But of course it all went south very quickly When I got out, I noticed a thin strip of light And that's when my stomach dropped and I knew I ran, practically slipping on the stone And saw that yes, the door was open and the cat was gone There went the rest of my evening As I then spent the next 30 minutes Dripping wet and terrified Running around and half screaming this jerk!" name at 9 o'clock at night. Eventually, I found her, meowing and rolling around in front of some dumpsters. Eventually, I wrangle her into a bag and drag her home. So I lock the doors. But to my absolute demise, I realized very quickly that this cat really is smart. She can now open locked doors as well. All because I tried to get revenge on that stupid cat. Now, I'm stuck with figuring out how to switch out my back door or deadbolt it if something. And I really don't want to think about how much that's going to cost. I love this story because this is really a case of you get what you deserve and you should not have antagonized a cat who was waiting for the right chance to strike back. Now you gotta change all the locks and figure out a better system. Cats are very smart and they are very vindictive creatures. I love them to death, don't get me wrong. But if they were big enough, they absolutely would eat all of us. So hopefully you can still enjoy the hot tub and hopefully it doesn't cost that much money to change the locks. And you better pray that it's locks that your cat doesn't know how to unlock. Otherwise, this nightmare really will will continue. Today, I messed up by calling the police to my friend's house, thinking that they were in danger. And boy, was I wrong. This happened a few hours ago, a little before midnight. So I was texting my friend for a while, leading up to when I called the police. As my friend and I were messaging each other, all of a sudden, they send me a text saying, my lights keep flickering. Call the cops. And for this message, there was literally no context. At this point, I think it's an actual emergency, especially because it seems like something is actually happening, and so I call them, to which I get no response. So I try and text them again, and still, absolutely no response. I proceed to try and call them two more times, as well as text them once more, but they still don't pick up or answer. At this point, I'm worried that something has already happened, and I proceed to call the police. As I'm on the phone with the police, I finally get an answer, but at that point, I had already told the officer the address, as well as the individual name along with the other people who reside with them. I eventually get off the phone with the police and my friend tells me that there was nothing wrong and at this point I was just in disbelief. I had to explain that I thought they were in danger because they weren't picking up the phone and they weren't responding to any of my text messages. After that, I call emergency services again, hoping that I can tell them that the individual I called to check on is alright and that they responded to me and that everything was fine. A few minutes later, I a phone call from the individual's phone and it's their mother. I already know that I'm going to get chewed out and I tried to explain what happened about the text and how I thought this whole household was in danger. Long story short, I'm never going to call the cops to their house and if I believe that there is something wrong or something that's happening, I'm just going to call the mom first. At that point, I just decided to call it quits because I ended up being the bad guy in the situation and went to bed feeling terrible. The next morning when I wake up, I get a text message from from my friend and they basically tell me that I'm a piece of garbage for what I did and that apparently I knew exactly what I was doing. It's honestly also very confusing and I just don't know what to do. Here's the thing. If you're going to mess around and pretend like you need help and act like, oh, call the cops. My lights are flickering. Then you absolutely deserve to have the cops called on you. You don't play around with that. If there's an actual emergency and if there's something going on that you're trying to reach out to a friend to see if they can help you out, then you can expect help to come your way. You don't just say that and then come back and be like, psych, nothing's wrong. Like that's unacceptable. And the fact that the mom as well as the friend acted like that and tried to make you seem like the bad guy is totally incorrect. They are the bad guy for allowing this to happen. You are not a piece of garbage for doing this. If anything, you're a fantastic friend. I would love to have friends like that who know to have my back when things go wrong because your friends don't always just say, hey, call the cops. Something's wrong or even allude to that without there being something Actually wrong. Like, friends can joke around and have some kind of inside jokes, but I seriously doubt there was any kind of inside joke about the cops being called. So good on this original poster for doing the right thing and stepping up and helping out his friend, even though their friend ended up being just actually a complete moron. My ex contacted me after six years, and I haven't told my partner about it, and I'm not sure if I should. Two days ago, my ex followed me on Instagram, and unfortunately, I followed him back. He immediately he immediately DM'd me and asked me how I was doing. We had a short exchange. Then he asked if I wanted to arrange a day and time to see his dog, whom we actually got together when we were dating. But the dog ended up staying with him after the breakup. I told him that I would love to, but I don't think it was a good idea because I'm in a relationship and would feel upset if I were in my boyfriend's shoes. Hours later, after the initial start of the conversation, he sent me over 20 photos of us that he had stored on an old social media account. And after he sent me all those messages, I did not reply. The following day, I was running errands and he messaged me again. He asked me if I wanted to meet up and have some coffee. And out of curiosity, I did. We met at a local Starbucks and talked for three hours. We mainly talked about him and how much he struggled after the break. But of course, we also talked about how I struggled as well. In summary, I thrived and he fell into a hole. By getting into a rebound relationship Relationship and ended up getting cheated on. Mind you, he was the one that broke up with me because he wasn't ready for a committed relationship. But we ended on good terms, fortunately. Anyways, as we talked, I realized more than ever how in love I am with my current partner. I regarded my ex simply as an old friend who I shared good memories with. Nothing more. When I told him I needed to head out, we exchanged a hug and then went our separate ways. I haven't told my partner and honestly, I'm not sure if I even should. I love my partner, and I see nothing but him in my future, but curiosity got the best of me. Do you think I'm stupid for going through with this? What should I do? I think it would be very dishonest to not talk to your partner in a situation like this. You met up with your ex one-on-one while he is very clearly still interested in you. He sent you a bunch of pictures over Instagram of both of you in your previous relationship. I really think it was just unwise overall to go get coffee with this guy. Going on a secret meeting with your ex is going to come up as a big red flag for your current partner. I mean, what were you thinking? If I was in your shoes, I would tell my partner immediately. If the roles were reversed, I'm pretty sure you would be livid if your boyfriend met up with his ex-girlfriend. This is honestly not fair for them. In my opinion, you really put your relationship in a lot of jeopardy by doing this. And this is literally how it starts. And if you're not careful, this could very well mean the end of your relationship. So I would explain this, like, right away and be honest. Don't lie and try and sugarcoat this. You willingly met up with your ex one-on-one and did not tell your boyfriend. And for your sake, I really hope this doesn't cause any negative repercussions in your life. Because if I was in your boyfriend's shoes, I definitely would not be happy about this. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.